What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of BNG in the Morning. On this episode, we start with our usual MLB news roundup. Then we'll cover some NFL free agency news and what a week this was. And then we'll wrap up with this week in NBA news. Let's get it. guys welcome back to bng in the morning this is the 25th episode and we'll go right uh into the mlb news roundup they finally agreed to a new collective bargaining agreement um rule changes include universal dh which we already knew that was happening but they agreed to a 12 team postseason and the shift being banned which um that's kind of controversial um i kind of see both sides on the shift being banned i see the side that uh as hitters you're taught to hit the ball up the middle hit it the other way and if you hit it straight up uh right at second base and there's a guy sitting there kind of just goes against what you're taught but i also agree with if you are an extreme pull hitter and so they have three guys on the left side if you're a right-handed hitter i mean you should be able to hit it the other way so i'm kind of indifferent on that see both sides and the last rule big rule change being implemented is pitch clock now, the shift in the pitch clock is not going to be until next season, but the Universal DH and 12-team postseason, that is going to be this season. So we're, baseball is going to look a little bit different going forward. Um, with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to the NFL free agency because this was an insane week. Biggest story of the, of the week, obviously, was Russell Wilson being traded to the Broncos. That was a huge trade. Lot was given up for him. Uh, Drew Locke was included in the trade, as well as Noah Fant and some picks. Trying to figure out the exact picks. Okay, here we go. So, Denver is trading to Seattle a this year's number nine pick, uh, and also as number forty and the first and second round picks of Denver's in next round in next year's draft, and then twenty twenty two fifth round pick for Seattle's twenty twenty two fourth round pick. But the biggest, the basically is they're getting Russell Wilson, giving away Noah Fant and Drew Locke. Um, that's huge. Uh, it, give, it brings in another quarterback to the AFC West that's top tier. Uh, Russell had a down season last year, but was in with a broken finger. And that receiving core is really good. I think this may be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but I think we need to slow down a little bit because this Broncos wide receiver core is really good. But I think we need to just not assume that these guys are going, to, are going to take a leap. I think Cortland Sutton will kind of propel into a top-tier wide receiver because he's had a 1,000-yard receiving season before. But Jerry Judy, uh, Tim Patrick, I think we need to slow down on them just a little bit. Gavin, what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously, Broncos went out. They made the moves that they were supposed to make. Um, Russell Wilson's a huge upgrade from yep. Drew Locke. I mean, obviously, but I think – the AFC is obviously going to be super tough. I mean, there's not there's not a clear shot AFC um, title title contender. So I mean, we'll definitely see. I think the Broncos obviously move up, um, and and the and the Chiefs and the Broncos playing playing two games a year. That's going to be very exciting. Yeah, I one of them for sure is going to be prime time. Maybe both of them. Maybe uh, both of them will be. Whether it be Sunday night or Monday night or Thursday night, I, maybe both of them will be in that primetime slot. But 
AFC West probably now is the best, at least quarterback division in football. Um, a lot of people are saying that Broncos went from the worst quarterback in this in the division to third best. I don't agree with that. I think Russell Wilson is a little bit better than Justin Herbert. Um, I think we're putting a little bit too much stock into his last season. I mean, he's done with a broken finger on his throwing hand. He's not going to be best uh, as good as he was. But I think in terms of ranking the AFC West quarterbacks, I would put Mahomes, Wilson, Herbert, and Carr. That's that's how I would I'd go. I would put Herbert over um, Herbert over Wilson. I think. I mean, I guess they're interchangeable. Uh, I just I think Wilson is more proven and big. He's uh, got better playmaking ability. Okay. Uh, kind of reminds me of Mahomes a little bit in terms of just being able to scramble around, make plays. But Wilson is probably. I mean, he's definitely faster. Mahomes is just able to move around and stuff. He's not really the fastest, but he's just able to use his feet well. He's got good footwork. But that's kind of going off on a tangent. Uh, Seahawks, they also traded Bobby – or released Bobby Wagner after this. Uh, Jamal Adams maybe next. They may release him or trade him. Not sure. Looks like they're just trying to get as many picks as possible and go into a full-scale rebuild. Yeah, um, obviously they're going into rebuild mode, but the thing that upsets me about Bobby Wagner, I mean, he was there for a long time, and he didn't even find out from the Seahawks organization that they were going to release him, which has to be heartbreaking. I mean, when you call a place your home for 10 years and then they just release you like that, that's it's, it's just terrible. Yeah, Wagner, Wagner did claim that the Seahawks didn't even tell him. He found out from – Basically, the way everyone else did. So I guess, I mean, yeah, if, if that's if that's true, which I don't know why you lie about that. Uh, that's that's bad on the Seahawks organization. Uh, but moving on, Aaron Rodgers he ends up re-signing with the Packers. Uh, he hyped up this last year as his last. He even posted on Instagram last year him and Devontae Adams doing the Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen recreating that picture. Uh, and basically saying this was the last dance, kind of like that documentary. But he re-signs, and Green Bay uh, went on to tag Devontae Adams. Um, Rodgers, uh, their initial reports were four-year, $200 million with 153 guaranteed, I believe. So that averages out of $50 million a year. Makes him the highest-paid player in the NFL. Um I think that if this is what it took to keep Rodgers, great. Uh, obviously, this is going to keep the Packers competitive competing maybe the nfc favorites but they're not really changing their team at all and the packers have been known to have a great team but they always get they can't get over the hump and i'm not sure they will be able to now because their team is the exact same yeah and they have to release more i believe they're over cap space i think also i think rogers was scared to go to the afc yeah i mean the afc is just an absolute bloodbath and i think rogers realized I stay with the Packers, the NFC. This is the best shot I've had in a long time. Yeah, I mean, he's got to beat Stafford and Kyler Murray, and that's basically it. I mean, maybe Jimmy G. Maybe Garoppolo, depending on where he goes. And this leads to our next story. May have to beat Carson Wentz. He's been traded to the Commanders. Uh, They Commanders called every single team in the NFL, and they land on Carson Wentz, who he kind of had some hype last year on the the Colts. Didn't really go as expected. Uh, More of the – more of the story about on the Colts was directed at Jonathan Taylor in the season he was having. Carson Wentz had a lot of just uh, Shackton a fool moments. I know it's not the NBA, but it could have been on Shackton. Uh, I don't know. He's got a good receiving core, but he kind of had a good receiving core in Indy too. 
they do have a solid run game, but they had a solid run game too in Indy. Indy. They had more than a solid run yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really know if this is much of an upgrade over Heineke. I think it's a bit of an upgrade. Well, I mean, the Commanders last year finished seven and ten, third in their division, mm-hmm. and they said we got to make some upgrades. And they thought about it, and they landed on Carson Wentz. I think that is absolutely terrible. Um, I just think there was no other option. Yeah, and they they had to sign him. They had, they did make a deal on on Wilson. I did see they made an offer, but the Seahawks didn't want to trade him in the in into the NFC, which I completely understand. Um, so they 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 definitely tried to get a quarterback. I mean, they called about Mahomes, so they, yeah, they, they were every they were team. trying. They had thirty three million in cap space, and Wentz takes up twenty eight of that. So that's the biggest thing for me. And also, I think the Commanders one of their biggest problems is their defense. I mean, their we de- thought yeah, we thought this defense was going to be crazy last year, they, and it it was almost last in the league. I'm yeah, pretty sure they didn't. They were the biggest disappointment in terms of defenses last year. They did not have the same kind of – because, I mean, when Alex Smith was on the team two years ago, I mean, the defense kind of carried the team, um, made them competitive in a lot of games, and they didn't really have the same kind of uh, impact this this year. So it'll be interesting to see. Maybe another offseason for those young players will do them some good. Sean Watson uh, yesterday found out that he will not be charged criminally, so he's – all he has to worry about now is some civil lawsuits. Um, and he's been tied to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if he does go to the Steelers, that just makes the AFC that much more competitive. And I'm sure, Gavin, that excites you. I mean, yeah, a little bit. He's also tied to the Seahawks, the Saints. I believe that's it. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll kind of see where he goes. Um, but that's all I'm going to say right now on that. Do you think that – I might get uh, Juju to stay if he gets another quarterback in there. That's, I could see it. I, I don't know. If, I think Juju wants a huge pay raise. I know the the manager, the general manager of the Steelers, said he really liked how Juju kind of came back at the end of the year to play in that Chiefs playoff game instead of, you know, like saying, like, oh, I'm just going to stay healthy and then yeah. test free agency. You know, he came back um, risking, you know, a re-injury. So he was pretty proud of that. Um so that kind of just shows that maybe Juju, um, you know, they're looking at re-signing Juju. But. Yeah. Uh, we had a suspension in the NFL. Um, Calvin Ridley is suspended for this next upcoming season, the whole season. Uh, he's suspended for betting on games. I think the way I understood it, I tried to read as much as I could so I fully knew the situation. But whenever he was taking a break for the, his mental health, I believe that's when the betting was. He bet – 1500 is what yep. he said on uh, parlays, which is multiple teams to win, multiple uh, aspects to the bet, not just one thing. Um, and he's suspended for the entire year. So this is kind of a message from the NFL. Hey, we're not, you know, we're partnered with these with these betting sites, but we are not going to, we're not going to deal with, with players doing it because it impacts the integrity of the game. And really he's gone. He's gone for the whole year. One thing I will say before I turn things over to you, Gavin, credit to the Falcons organization. They knew that there was an investigation going on February 9th in the Eagles and among other teams were interested in trading for him because they had no idea. And they didn't say what was going on, but they didn't take any offers when they really could have. Now, um, I think that if they would have traded him, obviously the league itself would have known. So maybe they would have stepped in and said no. So maybe they couldn't have even if they wanted to. 
But just credit to the Falcons for not trying to trade him and letting him go to a different team before this happened. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, betting in sports is huge enough. We've seen that, yep. I mean, from from forever ago. But I, I don't even know if Ridley was going to play this year, to be honest with you. And, you know, I could see him not, not coming back to football. You know, he's made enough money. I definitely don't think he'll be um, – you know, as a weapon as he was, um, you know, being out of the game for for almost a year and a half now um, is just not not great for the fundamentals. Obviously, he'll probably keep training, but um, you know, I, I I was glad to see him come forward. He admitted, "Yep, yeah, I did it." Yeah. Um, you know, this is what I did. I wasn't trying to, you know, influence certain bets or influence games. So, yeah, um, that's. That is the one silver lining is that he wasn't doing it in games that he was in, but still betting in sports is not tolerated. I mean, Pete Rose in baseball, he's banned from the Hall of Fame for yep. life because he was betting on games that he managed. Um, moving on, we're going to round off with some Chiefs news. Tyron Matthew is testing the free agent market, which is, I mean, it's getting closer and closer to me just saying he's probably going to leave. I think he's looking – I think he's going to price himself out of Kansas City. He's been tied to the Saints, which makes sense. He went to college at LSU, so that region of the U.S. just he has ties there, and they have a pretty good defense already. So I'm just starting to think that maybe Matthew's not going to be back, which is a it's, it's going to be a huge loss because the Chiefs are going to have to make up for it somehow, or else they're going to be in trouble, especially in the AFC West. Going to be facing some major passing attacks with Herbert and now Wilson, so they're going to need secondary help for sure. Uh, moving on from that, Hill and the Chiefs working on an extension. Hopefully he's not going to want a bunch of money. Uh, he, he definitely saw Mike Williams get a huge payday, three years, $60 million with the Chargers. Hopefully Hill will not say, you know what, I'm worth more than that, so you, you're going to pay me that or I'm gone. I really hope he takes a, a nice deal for the Chiefs. Uh, and the Chiefs tagged Orlando Brown, That thought that that might happen. Hopefully they get a long-term extension done soon, though, so we just get him locked down and we know he'll be – back with the team overall um good move tagging brown to keep him hopefully we can extend hill for two to three more seasons and hopefully matthew will not leave but we'll see we'll see what happens i i'm starting to think that he might leave but that being said we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we will get into some nba news all right we are back and before we start off with the nba stuff we're gonna remind you guys that the march madness bracket challenge uh is coming up soon selection sunday is tomorrow so if you're gonna want to if you're wanting to get in for the chance at a 25 dollars gift card of your choice you're gonna want to get in tomorrow no later than monday though and just get that bracket filled out before before it gets started so just a reminder on that but we're gonna start off with zion williamson he is now back with the Pelicans. He is traveling around with them, so could possibly see a return this season. Pelicans currently do have a spot in the play-in. They're 10th in the West, 27-40. and 40. Um, This would be a huge upgrade, obviously. I mean, Zion is a beast when he's healthy. Um, I don't know if he'll be back with the team by the end of this season. Maybe he just saw that everyone was criticizing him for not really having any, anything to do with the team, and so now he's just traveling just so he looks better. Because I don't really know that I bring him back this year. He's already sat most of the season. Why risk him getting hurt? Um, just tell him, you know what, we're just going to sit you the rest of the year. 
even if we make the plane with you help with you healthy, we're gonna have to play the Clippers or the Timberwolves right out of the gates. And then if we win that, we're gonna be looking at playing the Suns or something. So mm-hmm. chances of us going far is not really that high. So I think me personally, I would sit him the rest of the year. He's already been sitting. But Gavin, what are your thoughts? I mean, I play him personally. I think I think that's the right move. If he's ready to go, then um I mean, not now is the best chance. I mean, if you're looking at you know, he doesn't want to be here anymore. You're going to want to make him look as good as possible so you can get as much in return yeah. for him. So I think you go ahead and play him. Um, it'll be interesting because, you know, he hasn't, like you said, he hasn't played all season. Um, but I, I, it's definitely interesting. I think I think they should play him, though. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know exactly because if – I'm not sure that he's ready now to play. I think he's just back with the team because he's close. Mm-hmm. I mean, close could mean a month still, yeah, yeah. and by then you have what like a couple games left. So that's that's why I say that. Um, but the stuff with him leaving is interesting too, because I think a lot of it is started by his family and his stepdad. To be honest, he talks a lot about his stepdad, and they. It sounds like his family is the one that wants him into a bigger market. I'm not really sure. It's all Zion. Um, so that's that's an interesting dynamic in this because. It's done with the players doing yeah. all of it, not the families. Because Zion himself, I think Zion's a pretty good guy. He doesn't yeah. really – I don't really think he had much of a problem being drafted. He just wants to play basketball. But maybe, mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not really – maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. But uh, with that being said, we're going to move on to Ben Simmons. He did end up showing up to the game in Philly. And he even shot warm-ups at the start. And I feel like that was smart. I think getting him – because if he wouldn't have gone – there's a there's a solid chance that the Philly that the Sixers play the Nets in the first round, and if his first time facing the crowd was in the playoffs, I think that would be a detriment to the Nets. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's smart they had him go to the game, shoot warmups, get used to the crowd because I mean they're gonna boo him. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna boom hard. They're gonna give him what he, what they think he deserves for what he did to the team, passing up a chance at going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so yeah, I mean he's probably not used to it now because he only sat there for one game but he, he's he knows what to expect he sat on the bench the whole time and the nets killed the sixers it was a 129 to 100 i think durant he didn't have a great game scoring i mean he had a good game but he didn't go off for anything crazy he had 25 points but that first quarter if you watch the game he was you could tell he was on a mission and i i hope we get a first round series between these guys because it's going to be electric yeah, I mean, a first-round series, that'll make the playoffs more interesting. It'll also make a lot of people intrigued to watch the first round. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's great. I think Ben Simmons was really a man for going ahead and going to the game, getting some shots up and uh, being in that atmosphere because he easily could have stayed home. Yeah. I bet the Nets would have let him stay home if he wanted to. Yeah, we got to – it was kind of an interesting dynamic between the players because it was mostly Durant and – Embiid going at it, and then Kyrie and Harden going at it. Mm-hmm. You could just kind of tell. Like, they weren't, like, verbally arguing, even though there was an altercation between Embiid and Durant at one point in the game. But even, like, little bumps, like, during, like, imbalance and stuff, you could tell they were, they're kind of – they don't really like each other that much. Yeah. And they may pretend, like, you know, they respect each other, but they don't like each other. The mm-hmm. Kyrie and Harden don't like that James Harden just left. Yep. And Harden is upset with Kyrie probably for not getting vaccinated and – if he has beef with 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 Durant, I don't really know what it would be because Durant was injured. Yeah, but I could understand not really being a fan of of Kyrie and 
because, I mean, you're here to try to win a championship. But that being said, we're going to end off with this. LeBron had another 50 bomb last night um, against the Wizards. They ended up winning the game, but if it really takes 50 points for the for the Lakers to beat the Wizards, it's that's going to be a long rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, we talked about LeBron dropping 56 on uh, – oh, who was it against? I can't remember the team, but he dropped 56. We talked, we talked about it last week, but he – oh, it was against the Warriors. I believe. It was against the Warriors, I think. Yeah, it was. So he, he had that 56 game, 56-point game. And then the next game he sat. And I understand that playing 40 minutes, I'm sure he played around 40, whatever it was, and then dropping 56, that's exhausting. But you're in a tight playoff race right yeah. now, LeBron. Lakers are number nine in the West, and they are currently only a game ahead of the – or they're three and a half ahead of the Pelicans, and then four and a half being out of the uh, out of the playing completely. And then they lost to the, to the Rockets. Um the, the next night, and I don't know. It's just I would not be sitting games right now if I was LeBron James. Yeah, I mean you can't. You're what'd you say ninth in the ninth in the West? Yeah, ninth in the West. I mean you're barely making a play in right now. So you, you got to scrounge up as many wins as you can. Like you said, they're four and a half games ahead of the Spurs. But I mean if you're if you're keep sitting, the Spurs can catch up with you. Especially when it takes fifty points from you to win a game. Yeah, and they're they're a young team, so I mean, young players sometimes they get kind of they get kind of streaky at times. And right now they're going through a tough, tough go. They've lost. Uh, they were on a losing streak. They won the other night, but they lost like three or four in a row before that, I think. So, but they can easily catch fire. I mean, these players are young. I mean, we see a lot along or a lot of times with young players, they just have a couple games where they get hot and. Um, so I think it's important for LeBron to play as many games as he can. For sure. If it's if he's legitimately injured, if he has like an ankle sprain or something and he can't play, that's one thing. But if you're sitting there because you're tired, I mean, if they don't make the playoffs this year, that's going to tarnish his legacy. It's going to really tarnish oh, his forever. legacy. I mean, you can't miss the playoffs two years in a row. People already people already don't like him, and then that's just going to give him another reason. Exactly. To not like him. So I, if I was LeBron – and I'm not playing 40 minutes a night either at, at an NBA level, so I can't. It's easy for me to say not to sit games, but I just I, I don't think I would be sitting if I was LeBron. I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. So uh, that's all we've got for you guys, Gavin. Any final thoughts? Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Join the ESPN Bracket Challenge, um, and that's all for you. We're gonna keep trying to make you know even better content for you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. With that being said, we'll see you next week.